Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you're having all an absolutely blessed day today, as always, and be sure to check out the website at healthmasters.com. Be sure if you need anything, the vitamin E, our very strong mixed-to-coferol vitamin E formula, is now back in stock on the front page right now. I know it's a very, very important product for me. It's incredibly important for blood viscosity and cardiac health. So it's something that I take on a regular basis. And we now have it back in stock. We had some manufacturing issues with the last batch. Had to redo the whole thing. It's back up and running better than ever on the front webpage now in stock. So be sure to check it out. I know a lot of people are waiting on an email on me. It is here. If you need it, check it out at healthmasters.com and be sure to vote for what you want to see when tomorrow is product of the week as the B complex will be ending tomorrow as the actual winner. So check that out. Healthmasters.com. As most of you know, today is election day. I hope everybody is ready to vote and you have done your due diligence on the ballot. Of course, most of the main people that are being voted on mostly everybody's already done research on that but i encourage you again make sure you're doing your research on amendments that are on the ballot this is so crucial i'll tell you my personal opinion i usually vote no on most of the amendments once i read all the way through them now obviously there's some of them that you may want to vote yes on depending on what it's about but i have found a long time ago once you actually read these amendments in their entirety you will realize in most cases they are simply trying to add more government overreach or increase more taxes in some way, shape, or form. That's what most of them come down to. Not all of them, not all of them, but a lot of them do. So be very cautious on just reading the title and saying, oh, well, that title sounds great because remember, that title that they put on the ballot, they have done extensive research as far as basically marketing like a PR firm to make sure it sounds as incredible as they can make it. So people will try to vote for us. Remember, most of the amendments, they're additional, um, basically, amendments that are going on, meaning they want them to get put on. They want people to vote yes. So there's a reason why they're trying to sell you this idea of this amendment being added. And as I said, in most cases, it's generally for more cash, more taxes, more ability to go in and add things or tax things or do whatever they want to do on it. Not all of them, again. But do your own research because those amendments can be extremely invasive if you do not know what they're actually about. So I encourage you do your own research today. Get out there and knock it out and make an informed consent as far as who you want to vote for because, quite frankly, it's your duty to vote. And uh, I encourage everybody to do the same. Also, too, in early news, I found this was interesting. Not surprisingly enough, the copy and paste, <laughs> copy and paste mainstream media is already started to put out their propaganda last night. The ABC News says the red mirage will look like the Republicans are winning, but the vote count could take weeks to get fully updated. This, again, is exactly what we saw in 2020. They've been every single mainstream media outlet that I have seen, I think eight or nine of them, have been saying, well, the vote could take up to multiple days to be you know, finalized. It could take multiple days. It could take multiple days. I saw this yesterday. And it's funny to me that 20 plus years ago, we're hand counting ballots with people and pen and paper and hand counting them. And now, 20-plus years later, we've got all this digital technology, all this unbelievably fast internet, 
And yet suddenly, oh, we, we can't count them on one night. That's too much work. We're, we, we've got to stop, you know, like 8 p.m. We've got to stop counting at 8 p.m. so we can figure out what they're going to do tomorrow. This, again, is another complete and total facade to try to make people think that there is no voter fraud when, in fact, a lot of it there is. So make sure you're directly involved, you're active as much as you can as far as in voter integrity with what we've seen right now in election integrity because there's no doubt about it. There are some places that I think are going to be just rifled with extreme voter fraud right now with everything that's happening. So be sure to stay active the best you possibly can. Also, too, in other news, this is interesting, as I haven't covered much of it because I think a lot of it is theater as far as what's been going on with Elon Musk and Twitter. And I don't really – I told you before, I don't really trust a lot of him. He's been in the Billionaire Boys Club. However, he has fired an immense amount of people on Twitter and has been pretty much coming out and saying continually that it's going to be a free speech platform. Whether or not he goes along with that or whether or not his billionaire boys that he's friends with – yoke on his chain and tell him he can't do that it's interesting now the united nations this the united nations okay the fact that the united nations is now starting to get directly involved with social media shows you how concerned they are about making sure the truth cannot go out the united nations high commissioner for human rights volker turk has now sent an open letter to Elon Musk, Twitter's new owner, asking him to ensure that Twitter respects human rights and actively monitors hate speech and misinformation. In the letter, Turk said he was writing with concern and apprehension about our digital public square and Twitter's role in it. Turk also said there is a need to monitor hate speech and disinformation, noting that free speech should not be a free pass. Like all companies, Twitter needs to understand the harms associated with its platform. Respect for all human rights should be set as the guide rails for the platform's use and evolution and to make sure that the fullest extent possible under applicable law that there is no hate speech or any type of misinformation allowed on Twitter platform. Now, what's interesting about this is the reason why this is happening right now is because a lot of these banker boys and the ones behind the scenes that run the show, they their main bet, their main tool that they have been able to use is truth suppression through social media and mainstream media. The only way you can trick, confuse, and completely and totally manipulate a population is to withhold actual truth from them and only give them the lies. If you can make sure that 90 to 95% of what they have is pure lies and propaganda and the rest of the truth is suppressed, it's actually very easy to control a general populace and control group. They can control the direction that they go. So their main tool that they really need is to prevent people from hearing the truth, and social media has been one of the most effective tools for that, I'd say probably over the last five to six years, because if anybody remembers when social media first started to come about, it was a very much an open platform. There was very little monitoring. There was very little manipulation. It was pretty open, and then, of course, they came in under the guise of safety and protection, because remember – it's for your safety and protection. We're going we're gonna to make sure you're, you're safe from any hate speech. We don't, we don't want you to be offended. You know, you, we don't want somebody saying something that you, you might not like on social media. So we're going to censor anything that we don't like in this hate speech. This is how it's always done. It's for your safety and protection, my friend. We're doing this to protect you. This has always been the guise under every tyrannical regime as an excuse to control and suppress the truth. They did this in Nazi Germany. They've done this in Russia. They've done this in China. They've done it 
everywhere. It's always about protection. You need to do this for your safety. We're doing this for your safety to protect you. And that's exactly what we see here now. The UN's putting out an open formal letter to Twitter saying you need to do this to protect human rights. You know, it's for human rights and everybody's safety that you suppress anything we tell you not to. The problem is, as we have seen with Homeland Security and numerous other government agencies that we now know, including the FBI, that were directly involved in suppressing the truth on Facebook and all these other social media platforms, there is no direct definition of misinformation. There's none. It is whatever they deem to be misinformation. And the problem with it is when you allow unelected individuals to come into a platform and tell you what's misinformation and what's okay and what's not okay, there's no accountability. There's no oversight. You have individuals that we didn't vote for. They have no skin in the game when it comes to actual accountability. We have this ballot now, right, and I'm looking at individuals and certain people on here that absolutely are atrocious as far as that are trying to operate in the state of Florida. One of them is a very, very, very bad individual on the social or on the uh, school board that we're planning on voting out. And a lot of people are pushing actively against her. Surprisingly enough, there's some people that still support her. And again, this is why you see so much suppression in social media platforms because they want to make sure that nobody can hear the truth and they can only hear the lie. That is why we do this show. That is why I encourage all my friends and family to have active, open discussions. Here's the thing that I've told people from old, for years now, and I've always stood by this. And if you guys know me, I've been very consistent. If somebody wants to have an open debate, if somebody wants to have an open disagreement, I'm totally okay with that. You don't agree with everything I say. We can have a debate on it. However, what I do not allow and I never will allow is somebody saying, no, you, you cannot talk to somebody else about that. I can talk to you about this, and I can tell you all this and all this propaganda, but you can't talk about it to anybody else. You can't talk about anything you know. You can't be open or vocal about anything you know. The same thing, like I've said before, with the movement that we've seen now with the transgender movement, and it can come to every type of weird movement and even any, any other topic. If somebody wants to do something in the privacy of their own home and they want to do something, that's, that's fine. That's their right. However – when you start coming to me and you start saying, you need to accept this, you need to support this, you need to tell me how much you like it and how much you support this idea or person, and if you don't support my idea or my person, you now basically are not being supportive and I don't like this anymore and I'm mad. Well, quite frankly, it's not my job to support your fantasy. It's my job to support the truth. Then I'll tell you the truth whether you like it or not, and that's just what friends, family, and quite frankly, American patriots are supposed to be doing. Just because something is what another individual likes to do or they think it's their fantasy or they want to be you know, cross-dressing perverts, they can go ahead and do that. It's not my job to tell them what they can and can't do with their personal lives. However, it is not my job nor is their right to tell me I have to support it, I have to agree with it, and I have to go along with their fantasy. That is the platform and that is the problem that we have now run into very, very clearly in this country where there is no more freedom of speech, no more freedom of, oh, this is my opinion. It's, no, your opinion has to be what I tell you it is and you have to follow what I tell you, and that is what's happened on social media platforms. And I just got a kick out of it today when I saw this UN 
individual, this commissioner for human rights, come in and open a, write a letter basically saying that Twitter needs to make sure it's protecting human rights and stopping disinformation when we all know the UN is uh, not going to qualify for the top-tier category of being truthful and honest with the entire world. So the fact that they're the ones that are coming out along with this, it's almost ironic at the same time. What do you think, Deb? Well, uh, we've covered this so many times, Austin, on the show. I, I, the risk of being repetitive, I, I'll, I'll cover part of it again. The United Nations was a, was an offshoot of the League of Nations from World War One, which is full Rothschild Rockefeller put together to control the world through a one-world government that failed because our Congress and Senate would not ratify it when Woodrow Wilson, the blithering idiot with syphilis, came back to the United States and decided that he was going to try to push this through Congress. I mean, it, it didn't work. He said, they said, no, it's stupid. It's putting all these war reparations on Germany, and all it's going to do is cause World War II. It's, it was crazy. That was a Versailles Treaty. I mean, all of that was in, in basically to force this United Nations or the League of Nations at that point to do it. I read you the article just the other day about Otto Kahn and what he said. He said, it is our League of Nations that is going to do all of this. And, of course, that just ended up going right to the, United, to the United Nations after World War II when they got more people in line with their political Zionism. And that's exactly what happened. And once we understand who the guys are that run this, it's a Kabbalist, Luciferian, synagogue of Satan group, we get it. And now they're coming in and saying, you know, for your freedom and for your protection, you have to censor the news and not tell the truth. And, and I liked what you said, Austin. This, I love this. I wrote this down. It is not my job to support your fantasy. <laughs> that was well said, Austin. And, and, and it's true. You know, and again, I'm pretty pragmatic and libertarian and utilitarian about all of this stuff. And people can pretty much do what they want to do. But don't try to force me to like it or force me to want to support it or force me to agree with you. You know, I had years ago, I had a pastor. Basically, uh, you know, it was bad. We had a disagreement, and so he decided to call his friends up and tell his friends that they couldn't associate with me anymore. And to my surprise, most of them actually took his advice and said, we're not going to talk to him. And I hadn't done anything to this guy, and I had been openly slammed from the platform, but not by name. But everybody knew who I was uh, you know, for no reason whatsoever, you know, and it was crazy. I mean, it was the second time this guy had done it. I should have never gone back to the church, but the reality is, I mean, we've I've buried the axe with him since then, and you know, and I, I still pray for him every day, like I always tell you guys to do. But the reality is, is we don't have a right to tell somebody they can't associate with somebody else. That's their First Amendment right as far as speech, or their first their amendment right before God to associate who they're with. But we can't quote scripture to them. The bad company will corrupt good character. Now that will do it. A bad company will corrupt good, good character. And I've seen that happen over and over and over again. If you want to go to the bars to go witness to people because your buddy wants to go to the bar with you and get drunk and you know, do some coke and you know, do some pot and do all the other things that people like to do when they go to bars and party, uh, you probably need to realize that's probably not in your best interest or your buddy's best interest. And it's certainly not in God's best interest for you to put yourself into some altered state in which you get a, a DUI, you'd be arrested for drug paraphernalia, you get arrested for drugs, you get arrested, you know, be under the influence. And suddenly you've made that life change that you made that life choice that changes everything from this point forward especially if you're convicted with the dui and now your insurance is five thousand dollars a year per vehicle and it never comes off because it's a dui and it never gets dropped off your insurance and never gets dropped off your your driver's license so everything changes because you decide to have a drink period and it's just it's just it's silly there's no reason to go there and do all that and if you are going to go out and have a beer go out and have a glass of wine or whatever just get a designated driver or take Uber or take a cab or whatever. Have somebody else drive the car who's not drinking. That's the most important thing. 
And you know how I feel about drinking. I talked about that on the top 10 foods never to eat last week. And so it's very important that we all do the best we possibly can to do what we need to do in order to do the best we can do for everybody. And, and you know, that's why Paul said, I'll do all things for all men since it comes to someone but no one to know Jesus. But we need to understand that. But you're right, Austin. It's not our responsibility to support somebody else's delusion. I remember I went to a German bakery a few years ago. And there was a transgender guy there. And it was a guy dressed like a girl. I mean, had a beard. And he had a dress on. And um, it was really a weird thing because this is four or five years ago before the thing became so prevalent. And, and I, I looked at this person, and you could tell by their eyes. In German, you say crazy, be verrückt. They were, they were guns, which means really verrückt. They were guns verrückt. They were nuts, totally nuts. And you could see it in their eyes. You tell they were either heavily medicated or, or they were just off their meds, and they were just running around looking like they were loony in the eyes. You, know, you, you see these crazy cats, these feral cats, and you, you try to pick one up, and, and you look at it, which, by the way, don't pick up feral cats. probably full of toxoplasmosis, which is that cat brain parasite. And don't try to – the bus will scratch you and bite you. They may have rabies, so just don't do that. But they have this crazy look in their eyes. When you see them, you know, from a distance, and when you see them up close, they're like, they're, they're scatterbrained. I remember we had a cat one time, and she was an outside cat, and she showed up one day, and the kids wanted to feed her, and I didn't particularly want her here, but they decided to keep her. And I said, okay, whatever, just keep her out of the house because of the toxoplasmosis, which is a cat brain parasite, by the way, which goes into your brain if you mess with their feces. and gives you a cat brain parasite called toxoplasmi. And what ends up happening is it makes you crave and want to smell cat urine, which is the same thing it does with mice, which makes it easier for the cats to catch the mice when they eat the cat feces. But it goes into the human brain, too. That's why you get this, these stories about the crazy, crazy cat ladies. they got 40 cats in the house, and you walk in there, and the urea smells so bad it will knock you unconscious. You don't even breathe it because it stinks so bad from the, from the urine. And all of a sudden, they don't mind it. They, they don't smell it. They kind of like it it's because of that taxoplasmi parasite in their brain. And we need to understand that. They need to be on ivermectin to kill all that mess. But the reality is this cat that we had ended up getting bred, I guess, per her wishes or maybe not her wishes with a feral cat. And all of the kittens were nuts. I mean, they were all crazy. They were all like wild animals. You, know, they were, you couldn't domesticate them. It was the weirdest thing you've ever seen. And it goes back to the DNA again. And it goes back to who are you associating with? Who are you going to have a relationship with? You know, what's their DNA? Who what's their background? What do they believe? Are they having all kinds of health issues? Are they having all kinds of problems you know with drugs and alcohol abuse and all that think through who you're going to associate with and think through who and what you're going to support because once you get tied up with certain people and you end up making certain decisions suddenly all of that stuff kind of stays with you for the rest of your life especially if you get married and have kids i knew a lady in high school and she was a super nice lady really like her real pretty one of the prettiest girls in high school she was running around with a guy who's drunk who drank all the time and got on drugs and by the time she was, you know, in her in her twenties, late twenties, she decided she had enough of it because he never grew up, and but he ended up dying with a drug overdose a few years later. But but the reality is is that how many of those types of decisions do you want to make? They're going to affect you for the rest of your life. Now she ended up coming out of it and, and marrying a good guy. And but the point is, all of those things that you do when you start making choices have a tendency to kind of snowball on you, including you know going in now and watching what's happened with the United Nations and watching what happened with the League of Nations, what happened with World. One and World War II and political Zionism and the formation of Israel and all the other stuff that we talk about on the show all the time. There's, I got a couple of really good letters. And I want to read them to you. And I, this is a really, really good one. I like. There's three of them I'm going to read, and it's good. This is from Sherry. She goes, I've always known that there was a real battle going on, the one against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms, but I never knew how or who until I started listening to you. You've taught me who the enemy is, and that's basically the Kabbalist, Luciferian, synagogue of Satan folks. But more importantly, how the enemy works to deceive us. 
you made sense out of the chaos, and I feel more confident, more bold, more grounded, and definitely a much stronger sense of discerning truth from their lies. You remove the gray and make things black or white. People get lost in the gray, but we stand firm and bold in the light. God moves powerly, powerfully through you to affect those around you, and I praise him for that, your friend Sherry. And thank you for that, Sherry. And by the way, these, these letters, all three of them humbled me. I want you to know that. I, I share them with you because I want you guys to know that we're all in this together as a family. And, and that's why I, I'm reading these to you today. Um, here's, here's another one. This is another really good one. I hope this finds you well. Wow, wow. Your show together today blew me away. The passion in your voice left me with goosebumps. Fantastic lead on abortion mentally. You preach the word, and the word of truth is always with my lead. As a woman, I am completely embarrassed and grossed out by the abortion agenda, feminism, and the entire narrative of women who think abortion is okay. My mind can't wrap around that. Our children are being brainwashed into believing sex is something casual that has no consequences. The warped agenda being taught in public schools is absurd. Thank God my children are out of that age. If not so, I'd be homeschooling them. I share your words and podcasts as much as possible, and I shared this one on Gab today. I thank Jesus for you and your words teach per day. Thank you. Just keep on keeping on. Bless you and Austin for all that you do. Have a blessed weekend. And, and then there's one more that I want to read from Brian. And this one also blew me away. It, it was just, it was, it was just, it really, again, I'm humbled by this. I'm just reading it to you guys to let you know how much of a family we all are. Uh, you're awesome, buddy. I felt as you were speaking directly to me today. This is from yesterday's show, right before you signed off. I know there are others you were referring to, but the reality is we are like-minded individuals with the same moral compass, observing the world around us and coming together as one, the body of Christ. On your platform, it's brilliant in my opinion. With these very strange times we live in, it's paramount that people like you, like us, have an opportunity to connect to the share our thoughts and feelings. No kidding, you guys are like family to me. As I sit here with tears rolling down my face, I'm proud to say that I knew and prayed for and listened to Austin and Ted Brower. Yes, sir. Each day you give us a massive amount of untold people, a beacon of light and a sea of madness. Words cannot describe how much you guys mean to me in the world. Bravo, Hoss. Well played. Well played indeed. Keep up the energy, Hoss. We can feel it. And I write, I read these to you in ultimate humility, and I thank God Almighty that we started this podcast years ago. And anything that comes from this show as far as praise is a result directly of the great I am, and I give all that honor and glory to him. I guys, I want you to know that. But my relationship with you guys now, especially all of you who write me all the time, is pretty good. And, I, and, I, and my friendship, and I say relationship because I really get to know you guys, you know, from all the emails that I get. And I'm, I'm staying caught up on the emails, and I want to thank you for that. And again, the email address, if you want to write me, that's fine. Is ask Dr. Ted B at yahoo.com. That's A S K D R B. Uh, you know, at yahoo.com. And, you know, I, I'm sorry, ask Dr. Ted Brower at yahoo.com. No, it's ask Dr. Ted. Austin, you have to tell him what it is. I can't remember. It's ask Dr. Ted B at yahoo.com. And so, forgive me for that. I was a little bit of a brain glitch this morning. I kind of got to bed late because I was talking to some friends who wanted to wish me happy birthday because today is my birthday. November the 8th is the birthday of Ted Brower, and it's election day every so many years. And it's always fun to have a birthday on election day. But also what I want to talk to you about, too, this morning is you know, Nike is now ending the, the deal with the NBA star over an anti-Semitism controversy. The Brooks Nets point guard was suspended. Of course, I guess he picked up some of Kanye, Kanye stuff, suspended from his team after sharing a link to a film containing false anti-Semitic statements. <laughs> okay. 
Nike has ended – we're talking synagogue of Satan here, guys. Nike has ended its business partnership with professional basketball player Kyrie Irving, saying it does not tolerate hate speech after the athlete promoted a film widely condemned as anti-Semitic. The closing corporation issued a statement on Friday saying it would no longer work with Irving, noting that it would not be releasing an upcoming signature shoe design, the Kyrie 8. At Nike, we believe there's no place for hate speech, and we condemn any form of anti-Semitism, the company said. To that end, we've made the decision to suspend our relationship with Kyrie Irving, effective immediately, and will no longer launch the Kyrie 8. We're deeply sad and disappointed by the situation and its impact on everyone. Now, you know, here's the thing. You know, here's what he said. Irving has faced major backlash after sharing a link to Hebrews to Negroes, Negroes, Wake Up Black America. A 2018 film which reportedly denies the Holocaust and alleges that many Jewish people worship Satan or Lucifer. Among I'm not, Again, we're talking about the synagogue of Satan here. Other claims are otter conspiracy-minded claims. His tweet sharing the film came under fire from his own team, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver. That's an interesting name, isn't it? No comment. As well as advocacy groups like the Anti-Defamation League. There we go. Though he initially reacted negatively to criticism and defended the post, Irving later deleted and apologized, acknowledging that fame, film, fame contains, films contains anti-Semitic statements. Before the apology, he was suspended for at least five games by his team, the Brooklyn Mets, which said Irving had refused to unequivocally say that he has no anti-Semitic police nor knowledge of specific hateful material in the film. You know, I don't know what to say about this, but Austin has said this so many times, and I'm going to say it again. The synagogue of Satan, this Luciferian group, the Kabbalist group that was mentioned in the letter that I received, this is who runs the planet. Now, you can believe it or not believe it. It doesn't make any difference. Do your own research, and you do it for a couple of years. You can call me up and say, well, gosh, you were right about this. It's this group that has been the bloodline family for thousands and thousands of years. And yeah, they're not necessarily Jewish at all. They're the synagogue of Satan. You know, Hillary Clinton's not a Jew. Bill Clinton's not a Jew. You know, Biden's not a Jew. I mean, these, these, so don't, don't, don't dump it all on the Jewish people, but what we can do is we can dump it on the synagogue of Satan, which is how the Bible dumps it in the book of Revelation twice. We need to understand who, which is what Jesus said, that their father was Lucifer in the book of John. And remember that, guys, it's, that's the group that runs the international banking cartels, it's the group that runs State Street, BlackRock, and Vanguard. It's the, street, it's the group that basically Kanye West is talking about, and it's the, it's the group that we need to understand that we have to have a stronghold against them, pray against them. I had a great opportunity to pray for you guys again today at another good prayer time this morning. And I just want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to pray for you and to pray for us. It means the world to me. It really, really does. But don't allow now, – now Benjamin Netanyahu, by the way, is, <laughs> I told you he was – I told you he wasn't gone. I told you that when he got beaten last year. said he's not gone. He'll be back. And he's back now. He's going to be prime minister of Israel again. And he's one of those hardcore Kabbalist Luciferian guys that want to bring in a third temple in a new world order and all the rest pushed to the Rothschild banking cartel. And we need to understand that's who these people are as far as this synagogue of Satan. And we need to continue to put this to continue to point them out. And, and if people don't like it, it's like, oh, well, life goes on. But, you know, nothing more we can do about it is just tell the truth. By the way, to talk about the election like Austin did, the GOP hopefuls, and remember, in the vast majority of these big elections, all right, they're, they're rigged. Okay, we won't have the results for weeks. Well, they have to mail in more mail-in ballots. <laughs> They've already been pre-stamped. They've got to have the ability to know how many they need to mail in so they can find more ballots, more ballots, more ballots. We saw that with Gillum and DeSantis in Florida back in 2018. More ballots, more ballots, more ballots. I mean, Charlie Crist is running against DeSantis in the state of Florida. 
he doesn't have a chance of a, a snowball in black asphalt in August and 110 degrees temperature in Florida. He doesn't have no chance. He has no chance to beat DeSantis. But they could say that he beat DeSantis. Well, we passed some pretty good election integrity laws here in Florida. You got to be a registered voter now. Now you got to show an ID. Now you've got to sign off on your ballot, and you got to sign off. You get, then they give you the ballot, and they check everything. So it's be difficult to do that more than once with the same ID. So I don't think we have a problem with DeSantis winning the election because everybody loves DeSantis because he kept Florida free, and everybody's just happy that the meth, gay, orgy weirdo Gillum, whose career is completely and totally toes after he was arrested in that in that unconscious state and that gay meth fueled orgy he was in. Oh God! You, know, you you talk about this stuff with you guys, and I sit here. I'm just shaking my head. I'm going. What the heck? I mean, did, did, am I really using these words to describe a guy who was a gubernatorial candidate who almost became the governor of the state of Florida? And you sit there and go, what the heck are these people thinking that put these people in the positions of power like that or give them the ability to run at that high level for a government office? Well, they don't really care, do they? They think it's awesome that he's a meth user and a gay guy and likes to go to orgies because he's easier to blackmail. <laughs> he's easier to control. That's why they pick these kind of weirdos. But the GOP hopefuls are campaigning on crime and cost of living. Democrats bet the farm on culture wars, which is being politically correct and, and basically all kinds of stuff like abortion rights and transgender rights, etc. And he goes on to say in this article from Daily Mail, today as millions vote in the most momentous midterm elections for a generation, Daily Mail's columnist Maureen Callahan was what really matters. She was rampant crime, our economy, and all of our livelihoods are on the brink. Like so many of you, these are my top concerns, and sure to guess who I'm backing. It takes a lot to lose the female vote in our post-Roe era, but here we are, and the Democrats have no blame but themselves. I don't normally vote red, but I'm hardly alone in my apostasy like that in this election cycle. In fact, I felt this election will resemble the shock of Trump in 2016. At least in New York, where I live, I think many people who usually vote Democrat are likely not telling their pollsters or friends or family that for the first time they feel no other option than to vote Republican. There's a sense of desperation, chaos, and a palpable desire for change. But the Democrats just simply don't seem to be listening whatsoever. I don't know why that's so important to you. The minute Kathy Hochul said that in response to a challenger, Lee Zeldin's concern about crime, don't know why it's so important. During a loan debate, she designed to grant her willful obtusiveness, her sheer out-of-touch liberal elitism, became irrefutable, insufferable, and intolerable. Democrats and their cohorts in the mainstream media have elevated woke orthodoxy and so-called criminal justice reform to the top of their agenda. In other words, if somebody kills somebody or they shoot somebody or they beat somebody to death or they rape them on the street, it's important that they don't have to post bail and they can get out within 24 hours. That's basically the heart of their issue right here, okay? In other words, you leave all the unbelievably hardcore criminals on the street and hope they don't do anything else. There's a reason they're called criminals. It ain't going to change in most cases. Meanwhile, the average working America, once the heart of the party, worries about violent crime and soaring inflation and undocumented immigrants, the infiltration of critical race theory and all matter of sexual and gender ideologies on kindergartners here in New York City, the, the elimination of gifted and talented programs and merit-based acceptances to elite high schools is the misguided pursuit of equity. I'm going to say this about the elimination of gifted and talented programs. The reason they don't want to do that anymore is because if a person is not the right skin color and they score high enough on an exam or they have a high enough GPA or they're tested and their IQ is high enough and they're not the right color, they can't be put into a gifted program. So rather than just trying to work around that and help people to all try to achieve more and more and better and better, let's get rid of the gifted programs. 
I had this happen to me personally. I'm going to stop for one second and digress. Back in the 70s, 60s, it was the 60s, uh, we had in high school, junior high school, I went in seventh grade, we had group A, group B, group C, and group D. And it was basically segmented on IQ scores and GPA, which are usually, you know, directly connected. And I was in group A. And we had relatively good kids in group A that was kind of like a gifted class. And by we got time we got into the eighth grade, they said that was unequivocally unfair that you had to put the people that were the D students in with the A students so the D students would do better. It doesn't work that way, period. All it does is slows down the entire course of the course, and you can't get the information to the kids that can handle the information as quickly as you need to, and you dump down the educational system. Let me give you an example. This is, and I'm not being mean here. I'm just being truthful. If I have a kid who has a, you know, if you bring some, let's say you bring a kid in from Somalia that has a 55 IQ or a 56 or 57 IQ, and you put him in a household with people that have a 100 IQ, right? At the end of 18 years, they're going to still have the 100 IQ the parents are, and he's still going to have a 55 IQ. It's just how it works. Same thing. If I take a set of parents with a 55 IQ and I put a child in their household who has a 100 IQ, at the end of 18, 20 years, it's going to stay the same again. You don't change IQ scores. It deals with the ability of the brain to basically process information, like, like fluid reasoning skills. The problem with that is, in many cases with these kids, because of the 76 vaccines, the mercury and the aluminum that's being pushed into their brains at such a young age, especially with the first hepatitis shot in the beginning with the first born the first day, which actually there's so much mercury in that shot that you have to weigh like 800 pounds to effectively metabolize it without having neurological damage. But people do it because they consume that every single woman who's having a child is a drug abused IV prostitute. That's what they think. Everybody's got hepatitis. And the problem with that is even if the kid, mother's, the mother does have hepatitis, which is probably one in a hundred thousand, the antibiotics, the shot won't work for that child because he can't produce antibodies against hepatitis until he's about two years of age. So it's useless, but it dumbs the kid down immediately. That will directly affect IQ scores, as will fluoride. So that's why I always say, don't vaccinate your children, period. Get yourself a religious exemption. I did it with all four of my kids. None of them get vaccinated. I mean, why do you want to do that? Why would you intentionally pump fluoride into them or intentionally put vaccines containing aluminum mercury into them knowing that those are neurotoxins that are going to reduce their IQ scores and not allow them to compete properly in the world that we currently live in? But need I digress? Let me go on with this article. And she goes, now for Democrats who insist that this is the most consequential election ever, well, we've heard all that before. Seriously, how many times will we be told the sky is falling? Now, the Democrats are sounding an even greater alarm. If we don't vote for them, our democracy, I don't know why they can't call us a republic. I guess they're too stupid to know that, won't survive. That's right. According to them, this will be our last free and fair election ever. Well, that means if we get election reform, integrity laws, we can't cheat anymore. Does this not sound like a stick up? Vote for us or, get, or America gets it right between the eyes? This is a garbage threat. Aside from true believers on the far left, no one's falling for the Jedi mind trick of coercing votes by threatening the end of voting. Hey, progressive fabulous, the average American will never get to say how insulting they find this to your face, but that's what the voting booth is for. This election is a call to action, and I agree with it 100%. Again, on the major issues, as far as on the major cities and the major states that are democratically controlled to have so much election fraud, good luck. But as far as the South here, when we have good voting laws, as far as in, especially in the state of Florida, get these wicked people off the school board, get these wicked mayors out of your city, get these people off the county commission, and get these wretched judges that are so liberal here in Florida and around the country 
off the judiciary. That's what this is about. The overall election for us, you know, the, the for the president of the United States in two years. You know, now we have Republicans all over the country basically blowing a gasket because you know Trump is now insulting Governor DeSantis. Trump, you know, just I talked about this yesterday. Some of that behavior is so stinky. You know, he was a heavy pot user when he was young. It's almost like he's got arrested development. Because remember, when you start smoking pot at a very, very young age, it really messes up the continued progression of the brain development. You kind of get locked into a certain year or age. I think that's what happened to Trump. I really do, because he acts like a bully on a playground field, like at the age of 12 or 13, just picking on people all the time. I can't stand that. I can't stand people that act like that. But need I digress? Austin, what do you think and what's your next story? <laughs> you're, you're not wrong on that topic. There's no question about it. His, some of his behavior is definitely obnoxious. And I mean, I think a lot of people were very supportive of the stuff from the beginning because he called out a lot of the individuals that needed to be called out, even though he didn't do much about it once he got elected. However, now him calling out the Santez and some other people that I've seen now, it's just, I mean, it's, it's very juvenile behavior at best. Um, but again, he still has that big following. And what he's trying to do is he's trying to run off the template of anything's better than Joe Biden. And quite frankly, I can't disagree with that. Just about anything is better than this buffoon that stumbles around and shakes hands with the air. And the other day, yesterday, I think he came out and he was like, everybody needs to vote for the Democrats because if the Republicans get into office, they're going to impeach me. I don't know why they're going to impeach me. They're, they're going to impeach me. And I'm like, what are you He's just no, oh, I can't even with this guy. He's just he's he's something else. But um, speaking in other good news, though, good progress at least. We're sad we even have to have this happen. But last week, a federal appeals court ruled that the administrators of the Miss United States pageant have a right to exclude any and all transgender applicants from a federal ruling. On November 2nd, the judges for the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit Court rejected a claim by the transgender pageant, Anita Green, who claimed the restricting the contest only to natural-born females for the Miss United States pageant violated anti-discrimination laws and uh, basically tried to file suit. She initially asked the pageant to change the rules to allow trans contests to enter, was denied, and an application to join the pageant was rejected. The actors then filed a lawsuit in the district court in 2019 in order to get the courts to force the change. She insisted it should be illegal to ban tranny contestants and uh, basically said that everybody needs to be able to uh, be in the, <laughs> the Miss America pageant, even if, I guess, they're a natural man with natural so, male parts so, so stupid I can't, also. I, can't stupid. Even, I can't even keep up with this but good news is logic and reason actually ruled in favor of this with this federal court they said no this is absolutely ludicrous you can't do this you can't we can't just start pandering to people's fantasies because they want to go along with their you know weirdo fantasy and it's exactly what i told everybody else and i said this earlier again it's not our job to go along with somebody's fantasy if they want to decide they want to be involved in that that's their choice but the rest of the general population that actually is awake and alert and understands science and understands reasoning and logic and morals and ethics 
can't be forced to go along with this. So I'm glad this has happened because I know there's a big controversy about this and there's been a lot of topics. I know there's other, some other pageants that have now allowed this, but the Miss United States of America pageant will no longer go along with this and they cannot be held accountable for denying grown men from trying to be involved in this pageant. I thought that's a positive thing. And also, too, in other news, speaking of the UN and their con- totally, completely and totally out of control behavior, they have now stated this year, they've put together a new UN-backed report that was just released, and they've stated that the richer, wealthier countries need to pay a total and aggregate of $2 trillion a year for climate justice now. Wait, climate justice? Oh, yes. Climate change just isn't enough anymore. We now have to pay money for climate justice. Now, of course, in this report, China has been specifically excluded from the demand for reparations, which include taxes for fossil fuel companies and their global carbon profits and their global footprints. Even as the Chinese Communist Party's country's greenhouse gas emissions now exceed the entire rest of the developed world combined, China's completely exempt from this. The first trillion dollars alone is coming from wealthier countries in order to pay reparations to poorer countries. And then a further $1.4 trillion must then originate domestically from private and public sources. The prime minister signaled that it's, op- it's open to discussing climate reparations as he prepares tax hikes and public service cuts at home in the name of fiscal responsibility in the U.K. Um, this goes right along with the level of just how stupid can you get and, pe- and you expect people to believe it. This is, again, the next phase of communism trying to be brought into the entire world and tell everybody, again, it's for everybody's safety and protection. And you need to do it for the betterment of mankind. We need to charge you a trillion dollars a year in taxes so you can give money to poorer countries because you know it, it's science. It makes sense. This is what the Founding Fathers absolutely warned us about when they built the Constitution with taxation without representation and the ability for individuals that were not elected in this country to start coming in and arbitrarily telling everyone, well, you have to start paying this and you have to start paying that. Because remember, this is what England was doing to the United States. They would just increase tariffs, increase taxes just arbitrarily. There was no voting. <laughs> there was nobody in the United States that was agreeing to this. They would just come in and say, oh, by the way, that 30% that you're paying on this tariff, uh, we're raising it to 60% now. And this is what came about, what happened with the Boston Tea Party. This is what happens in every tyrannical regime, as I stated earlier in the show. They become so out of control that they just start coming up with things to steal more money. There's already so much money that's stolen from the American populace, it's nauseous. This is why I was reading on the basically the ballot earlier, right down here in Florida that I saw that was going into detail about wanting to go in and assess more taxes essentially on individuals with the uh, with the homestead exemption. And that's part of what it was here. It, it wanted to go in an additional homestead property exemption for specific critical public service workforce. And so it goes in and reduces taxes for certain people, but not for others. And then this is what you see on these amendments all the time and why it's so important. Another one was acquisition and management of water resources and environmental land bond referendums. And it wants to have Polk County levy an additional tax and issue bonds payable thereof and not exceeding $75 million to essentially go somewhere that they're not disclosing completely. This is what happens, and these are being voted on. That's why it's so crucial you vote because these United Nations guys – 
I don't remember. Um, I can't remember. You guys have to show me. I can't remember on the Florida ballot or any federal ballot us voting the United Nations and agreeing that we pay them trillions of dollars in climate reparations. Uh, you guys have to show that to me because I don't, I don't remember ever us voting on that. And the answer is it's because we didn't. We never voted on this stuff. And it's time, especially from a local level, that people start getting very, very active, just like we're doing in this election cycle, and not allowing things to just go along without being brought up and without being discussed. Because this is how countries completely collapse. The social welfare programs have absolutely ruined this country from a financial standpoint. With the Social Security platform, with all the welfare, with the WIC programs, and I'm not saying – there aren't people out there that need support and need financial aid. I'm not saying that at all, and I'm not saying this program shouldn't be about. But when you start having 40 and 50 million people go on these programs and you start telling people, we're going to steal money out of your check, and then in 40 years we're going to give you a little bit of it back. But if you die, we keep the money. The Social Security platform has been probably one of the largest thefts of the entire country that's ever in existence. And I've always asked this question, well, what happens if I don't want to pay money and I don't want to get money back? Oh, you can't do that. So I'm automatically drafted to have my money stolen and you automatically hold it for me until a designated period and then I can get part of my money back. Oh, yeah. Well, again, remember, we're, we're doing it for your safety and protection. So you know, when you're older, if you haven't saved money, you won't go broke. That's how they got this passed. It was designed to help people stay solvent in their later years of retirement if they went broke or had bad investments. The problem with it is it's mandatory. That's always been the problem that I've had with this entire platform. And again, this is just the situation that we're in right now. So when you start seeing amendments want to increase taxes in certain areas right now, understand those taxes never go down. I have not seen at one point in time anybody has come forward and said, oh, by the way, you know, we want to put an amendment in to lower the state sales tax in Florida because, you know, we have like $50 billion in glut right now. We have massive, massive, massive cash in Florida. It's a cash day. Uh, you know, let's lower the sales tax to, you know, 3.5% now. Don't, don't remember reading that amendment anywhere in the state of Florida. So this is what happens when they're added. They're rarely ever removed. When they go up, they rarely ever go down. Always remember that and make a very, very informed decision whenever you vote for some of this stuff right now. Also, too, in other news, this is something that I saw interesting as well. The more you're starting to see this shortage that you're starting to see now. This is what I reminded everybody of yesterday. There's more and more stuff starting to get more and more expensive, which is causing the demand on certain things to go down, which is causing shortages in other aspects. This is what I found out more. I'm starting to research this from companies is that companies are reducing their production. They're reducing a lot of product on stuff now because the demand is starting to slow down. This is starting to occur a lot in the food sector where foods are basically becoming so expensive for some manufacturers, they're decreasing the amount of food that they're producing in certain factories. This is going to start causing an issue over the next 6 to 12 months, as I've told you guys before. What you see now happening in the food sector has effects 12 to 18 months later. They're not immediate. What you're seeing right now with the diesel prices being shorted intentionally to raise the prices so they can increase their profits has effects later on down the road. So, again, be very, very cautious about 
not being prepared because a lot of people I know just kind of fly by the seat of their pants. Go, ah, well, you know, I'll get some when I get some. I'm not worried about it. If we've learned anything over the last couple of years, it's absolutely to have backup supplies of things that you absolutely need, including water, including food, including supplements, including medications if you have to have something, and also, too, including any type of other nutrients or backup supplies that you may need. This is one of the reasons why I've constantly encouraged people to have some backup food supplies, backup water supplies, and some backup supplements if you need something, so like cinnamon extract for blood sugar. It's crucial. And speaking of that, as far as with nutrients, one thing that I want to bring up is that somebody asked me earlier with the B-complex being on sale earlier, and I was trying – I was basically emailing them. I was saying, listen, the B vitamins are important for cell function of the body. B vitamins are water soluble they do not store in the body this is why ours are so effective as well because they're methylated b vitamins and i've had a lot of people ask me that after they take them they said why do your supplements work so much better than others and i said because they go right to the cells for example methylated cobalamin is the b12 we always use cyanide cobalamin is a very cheap synthetic form that is used in most supplements that you find on the market. If they don't tell you what kind it is, it's almost definitely cyanide cobalamin. Cyanide cobalamin is a toxic derivative derived essentially from cyanide. When they go in and when this product goes into your body, it has to be converted to methylcobalamin in the liver so it can actually be absorbed. The problem with this is you only have about a 30% conversion rate with cyanide cobalamin. So once it's converted, you have a small amount of methylated B vitamins that your body can now use, but then you also have the toxic residue that's left from the conversion in your liver that your liver has to process. This is why you hear, oh, he's gotten too much B vitamins, he's too high. It's impossible. You can't take too much B vitamins when they're methylated because they're water soluble and your body will simply, they will just go through the kidneys and you'll urinate them out. But when you start taking toxic, very cheap synthetic vitamins like that, they can cause very nasty health problems. In fact, they can actually cause bad effects on the body, especially a lot of the cheap ones that come out of China. So be very cautious when you start hearing people talk about, well, this vitamin or that vitamin. Know the actual ingredients you're getting in your vitamins and do your own research. This is why if you pick up any of our bottles, we don't have – oh. B12. We have everything listed all the way across the board in it. The same thing goes when you look at, say, like our prostate support. It goes into detail on the percentage of like our saw palmetto is broken down in the extract formula. The same thing goes along with the tribules. So when it goes down the line, you can research all of them. I do that, and Dad and I do that intentionally so you can do your own research and know what you're actually getting. So you can compare and contrast, hey, do I want to get a higher quality product or do I want to buy something cheaper that's not going to have any effect on me? And I hope people pick the latter, that they go and get the higher quality products because once you're actually doing it, you feel the difference and you know why you feel the difference. And that's why so many people love the B-Complex. And that was why I encourage everybody why it's on sale right now. Make sure you have a backup supply of it because it is a very, very effective product for energy, for brain functioning, for heart health. All across the board, B vitamins are crucial throughout the body from a cellular level. What do you think, Dan? Uh, you're 100% right. And also, let me say something else about B vitamins. A lot of people simply don't have the enzymes in their liver to convert methyl or, or the cyanide cobalamin or the other B vitamins into the methylated forms. They can't do it. Yep. They can't process it. In other words, I don't care how many you take, you're not going to absorb it. So you're not going to get That's why people, they don't get results and they have, they have to go to the doctor. They start injecting the doggone B vitamins directly into their blood because they can't process it through their, through their liver and through their stomach and through their gut. They, it doesn't work. So let me ask you a question. Let's say you spend 
you know, $20 for a cheap bottle of B vitamins or you spend $30 for our vitamins, but ours are 10 times more soluble, 10 times more absorbable. So to have the same amount coming in from those other ones, if you could even absorb it, if you're not one of those 30% or 40% of people can't do it anyhow, you have to buy $200, $200 worth of that, that cheap one to get the same effect. Which means you have to take a whole lot more pills. And that doesn't even matter, that doesn't even go into consideration that a lot of these vitamins have binders. And they're held together with calcium carbonate that builds up in the bloodstream and builds up in the doggone arteries and causes hardening of the arteries. Yeah, how about that one? So all this stuff is real, and that's why we research all of this. I mean, guys, I mean, just look, look at what I did. One class alone in biochemical genetics at FSU, I spent 400 hours in the lab. And so when we process and we manufacture these types of products and we tell them how we want to have them made, they're made to the highest quality standards you can get. Then we use an FDA-registered drug laboratory to manufacture them. So everything single thing that we tell you on that label is on that label. And years ago, I posted a bunch of videos. I guess I can put them back up again of the manufacturing facility that we use and how clean it is with the scrubbers and everything else and all the curtains everywhere to prevent cross-contamination and also the machines that we use to test everything for heavy metal. I mean, this stuff is – if we could make a better product, we'd make it because I'm the one who uses this stuff at home with my grandchildren – and, and my family. I mean, we usually it. So why would we not make it as good as we can make it? So thank you so much for supporting Health Masters. It means the world to us when you do that and use your high quality vitamins from us. And it does makes the world it messes the world to us also when you call us up and tell us how good you feel. I mean, it really, really, really does. Uh, real couple, real quick news stories, real quick. By the way, TikTok browser now has been proven can stroke can, can basically track users' keystrokes according to the research. This is bad because they can sell that information as to what you're looking at and what you're doing and what you're talking about to different types of advertisers. Also, Detroit cops want $7 million in COVID relief money for surveillance microphones. Don't even know how to even respond to that. U.S. firms are now exploiting Trump's era loophole over toxic forever chemicals, which is true. Study finds chemical countries, companies are dodging federal law designed to track how many PFAS plants are pumping into the environment. Trump should not have signed that, by the way. He could have done a little bit better as far as regulation, but not this, because now it's letting these guys just dump all of this Teflon, which is a fluoride product, into the basically aquifers and into your food supply. And one more article from NBC News, which is true, and this is, again, because of the infiltration of the Masonic Lodges into the Catholic Church with these Kabbalist Luciferians. Predator priests are shuffling around the globe via the Catholic Church. In an investigation spanning 21 countries, the Associated Press has found 30 cases of priests accused of abuse who were transferred or moved abroad. You know, question here. If a guy's a stinking pedophile and he wants to be a priest, which I don't even think those two are mutually exclusive, what the heck's wrong with the Catholic Church? Go put him on a pedophile farm somewhere if he wants to keep him somewhere. Just, just take him to the island of Madagascar instead of a whole farm. They could all – well, I'm not going to say what they could do, but they could just, they could just leave everybody else alone, a bunch of weirdos. Remember – Support your local churches. Support your local pastors. Stay away from TV evangelists. I know a bunch of them. <laughs> I don't support any of them. Just a heads up. I love you guys. Remember, Jesus Christ is still on the throne. God is still on the throne. Prayer still changes things. And you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. And this is a day the Lord hath made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And let's make sure we get our vote out as far as at least in our local elections. We know they're going to count. I love you guys. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Absolutely. And one thing Dad said a second ago is so crucial. Stay away from the Teflons, the nonsticks, the POF, PFOAs, and all the other variations of it. If you want to watch a really good movie that will be an eye-opener about how DuPont is and what they did to what they did in general, watch Dark Waters, the movie Dark Waters. It's, it's a bit disturbing, but it goes into detail about the lawsuits that ensued over DuPont and what they've done with the forever chemicals. They never stopped. They just changed the different names and changed formulas. 
these chemicals do not go away. They don't go away ever. They're, they're literally forever chemicals. That's what they call them that. And the more you use Teflon, nonstick pans, nonstick spatulas, all that stuff, the more it builds up in your system and can cause all types of serious health problems. In my personal opinion, I think why we have seen the cancer rate go up so significantly over the last 20 to 30 years is a lot of these toxic chemicals that have allowed to be added into the food supply like glyphosate, like high fructose corn syrup, like Teflon nonstick pans. Never use nonstick pans. Always try to use straight stainless, not aluminum, straight stainless or cast irons, even better than Teflon. But, you know, I know it's harder to clean. I get it. Trust me. I used to use Teflon pans in college back when I was bodybuilding. They're really easy to make egg omelets with. But once you do the research and once you figure out what they actually have in this stuff and how it it leaches Teflon, and these nonstick surfaces go into your food every time you eat it and heat it up, you start realizing real quick, man, there's no reason whatsoever to have this stuff in your house. There's already enough toxic chemicals that we get exposed to on a daily basis besides bringing these pans in your house and cooking over them for years and years and years. So please do your own research on that. When you ever hear the nonstick stuff or it says, oh, it's free of PFOAs or it doesn't have PTFA in it and all this stuff – it's a complete and total lie. They just changed the name of whatever formulation they're using as a nonstick substance. It's all the same. You can see that in the movie Dark Waters. Check that out if you're curious on that. Thank you again, my friends, for the continued support. If y'all need anything at all, be sure to give us a call, 1-800-726-1834. Thank you again for the continued support, and be sure to check out the website at healthmasters.com. The product of the week, the B-Complex formula, on sale right now is product of the week for 10% off for the last day at the website. And also the vitamin E on the front webpage back in stock right now. We have the organic two bucket specials that will be on sale for the next couple days. Those will be going off. I've moved a bunch of inventory around, got some of those out of there. So I had some more buckets coming in. So those are basically on sale for the last day or two. So be sure to check those out right now. Healthmasters.com and vote for what you want to see when tomorrow. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night, my friends. I'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.